This segment of the show is brought to you by the PGA Tour Superstore. See why golfers everywhere are proud to call PGA Tour Superstore their golf pro shop. Visit them online at PGATourSuperstore.com. Now back to Chris and more of the show. And now back with me here on the French Lick Resort guest line is Mitch Lawrence. You hear me mention his show, Talking Golf Getaways, every week at the top of the show because, A, I'm a huge Mitch Lawrence fan, and on top of that, the show is absolutely fantastic. Before you plan a golf trip, pretty much anywhere in the world you want to go, particularly around the U.S. and in Canada, pull up their podcast on GolfTripX.com. That's a letter X, so GolfTripX.com, or you can find it on Audioboom, iTunes, Stitcher, Player.fm. Scroll through the Talking Golf Getaways page and start listening. You, they're going to help you find the perfect spot for you. And if you're saying to yourself, Mitch Lawrence, that name sounds familiar to me. Well, it's probably because you've seen him in, in movies or out on TV. Mitch had roles in TV shows like Santa Barbara, One Tree Hill, Dawson's Creek, L.A. Law, not necessarily the news, Saturday Night Live. He was in movies like The Hand That Rocks the Cradle, plus several made-for-TV movies as well. And beyond all of that, like I say, he is just one of the most fantastic people you're going to get to meet, and I'm very thrilled he's back with me again tonight here on Next on the Tee. Good evening, Mitch. How are you, my friend? <laughs> After that intro, I'm doing great. Thanks. <laughs> you, you are, you are incredible, my friend. You are incredible. <laughs> uh, I appreciate you. So, Mitch, I want to start our life. time. I know. Let's put it that way. <laughs> yes, it has. And like I say to you all the time, and folks, I say this to Mitch off the air all the time. It's good to be Mitch Lawrence. There's never a day when it's not good to be Mitch Lawrence. So <laughs> congratulations to you on a wonderful life, as Jimmy Stewart would say. Uh, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I want to start our time because you, you recently hosted a wonderful trip at a golf course that not enough people know about, Sweetens Cove, just outside of Chattanooga. So talk about the event that you guys had up there and what the course was like. Um, I'm going to start off by asking you a question. Uh-oh. Before you saw anything that I put up about Sweden's Cove, did you know about it? No, absolutely not. You're the one who introduced me to the okay. course. Glad you did. Well, I wasn't, I, wasn't saying, I wasn't saying it because of me, but I think that's the most amazing part about Sweden's Cove, which is that most people don't know about. And, um, you know, I got to a point where I started seeing stuff on social media about it. And so I started kind of following it. It's such a unique and amazing place. And uh, we decided, my partner, Darren Bunch, my podcast partner and Golf Trip X partner, Darren Bunch and Ryan Ballinger from Golf Newsnet, who works with us on Golf Trip X also, uh, we realized after we had done some research and kept hearing about Sweetens that they had come up with uh, an opportunity where you could actually rent the golf course for the day, which is not a chance you get often. And so we talked about it and we thought about it. And uh, for your listeners who, like you, may be unaware of Sweetens, and you're in Atlanta, I know, it is a short drive outside of Chattanooga in a place called South Pittsburgh, Tennessee. Um, And the place is a nine-hole golf course. Most people, when you say that, they go, oh, okay, great. And they dismiss it out of hand. The difference between many nine-hole, and I love nine-hole golf courses. You know me. Uh, But the difference between most and Sweetens is that Rob Collins, who is the architect, and Tad King, 
who was their head of construction, their partners in King Collins Golf, when they had a chance to uh, get involved in what was a flat nine-hole golf course, literally just a flat piece of land with nine tees and nine greens, they got a chance to go ahead and literally do whatever they wanted. The gentleman who owned the piece of property uh, gave them carte blanche, and they took advantage of it. And when I say took advantage, these nine holes are as good as any nine holes you're likely to play on a regulation golf course anywhere. And so little by little, um, Rob Collins, Tad, and a couple other guys kept it afloat. They built it uh, a number of years ago. And in 2017, a great writer named Dylan DeChair wrote an article in, New in the New York Times. He took a flyer, went out to see Sweetens, said to Rob, I have an idea I want to write about, and I'm going to go to the New York Times. And Rob thought he was nuts. He said, I'm going to go. And he wound up writing an article that obviously a lot of people saw. And with that article, people started coming to Sweetens Cove. And that was in 2017. And to give you an idea of how fast this course has risen, and if I said to you that you could play a course that in 2019 was ranked by Golf Week as the 49th ranked modern course in America and the 21st ranked best course you can play in America, would you want to play it? Absolutely. Well, that's what Sweetens Cove is. And that's not for nine-hole courses. That's for all courses. So it's ranked ahead of Valhalla, Quail Hollow, places like that. And when we decided to have this event, we had um, about 25 guys who came and played with us. We took the course for two days. And I can only tell you that it was one of the – I've done a lot of golf travel in my life and a lot of playing at different great courses. Uh, this two days was right up there with the best trips I've taken. And I think anybody who is there would say the same thing. It is a absolutely fantastic course. The uh, greens are as good and as challenging as any place I've played. The uh, the vibe there is what sets it apart also, incredibly laid back. Uh, so people who go there are surprised by the fact that at this point, the pro shop is basically a shed. It's called The Shed. Um it's very small, doesn't have a lot of uh, merchandising and all that kind of stuff. There's a uh, Porta John out back. They don't have indoor plumbing or anything like that. Um, and part of what makes Sweden special is that's what people wound up loving. What they thought would be a liability turned into what golfers who came there loved, which was just the golf. It wasn't about anything else. And when you go there, that's what you do. So. They have nine holes, as I said, obviously. It's not a long court. It only plays 6,600 yards from the back tees. Uh, that'll change a little bit because they added some length to the first tee. But basically, that's the from the back tees and 4,500 from the front tees. Um, and, but the, the shots are what make this golf course. It's, it's pretty generous off the tee, but the greens are off the charts. Chris. They are off the chart. They are giant greens, a lot of slope, a lot of subtlety. Uh, and what they, another thing they've done, which really impressed everybody that was there, they uh, Zach Blair, who you know, who's going to be playing on the PGA Tour, 
had done an event called right. The Ringer there. And they got a bunch of guys there, and they had been throwing around the ideas of putting two flags on every green. That's how big these greens are. And wow. they tried it at The Ringer. Everybody loved it. And so they have two two flags on every green. So when you play the first nine, you play to one flag. And then when you play the second nine, you play to the other flag. And to give you an idea of how much that can change your round, the the only hole that's named at Sweden's is the fourth hole. It's a par three. It's called the King. And that's kind of a long story why it was named the King, not after Arnold Palmer, whose birthday it is today. Happy birthday, Arnie. Uh, but based on a guy who helped Rob Collins get involved in the project. This green is big enough where in the morning round, the first time we played it, we had a shot that was about 90 yards to a front right pin. And in the afternoon, the back left pin was 170 yards. Oh, my. On the same green. Wow. And needless to say, the hole plays completely differently, as does every hole when you play to the different pins. So we had we had a phenomenal time. We played uh played our own ball a number of times. We played a hickory nine hole scramble where everybody played hickories, which was obviously for me and Darren and Brian Orr, our photographer who play hickories. It was fantastic. Uh a couple a bunch of people went out in the last nine they played and they played cross country. You know, they have a course there that they Sweetens kind of sets up and gives you an opportunity to play shots from one hole to a whole other hole. And so you you really can mix it up. People played barefoot. Um we oh played eight some we played eight sums. We played we just had one of those trips where it's what the game is about. Literally. It's about fun. It's about the challenge. It's about being with people who love the game as much as you do. And um there are obviously a bunch of great places we all play. But uh, it'd be you'd be hard pressed to find a place that gives you more of an opportunity than Sweden's Cove does. So uh, it was a great event, and I hope people, like I said, especially drivable. Uh, if you're in Atlanta or any any place really in the South, you can hop in your car and be there in not too much time. And there was a guy, one guy took his son and drove five hours just to play nine hole, and then went back. So wow, that shows you the kind of place it is. Yeah. So, Mitch, some of the other places that I want to get into tonight are up in Michigan. You've done some trips, and I think you've done another one here just recently, going up to the Mm -hmm. northern part of the state of Michigan, really out there on the peninsula itself. Um, Talk about Mackinac Island and the northern part of uh, the Michigan Peninsula and the beautiful golf courses. We don't often equate beautiful golf to northern Michigan, but, boy, they sure do have a lot of great golf courses up there. Well, I think one of the things about Michigan and the whole state of Michigan is it's one of the most golf-rich states that we have. Uh, and granted, the season is short because of the winter, but if you can get up there in the fall or the spring of the summer, it's mind-boggling how much great golf is up there. Last summer, I was with the – I went up and played uh, some of the courses on the Boyne Golf Trail, really, um, and those courses are unbelievable. Uh, and then this summer, I had a chance to go up It started because I was asked to play in the U.S. Hickory Open, which was in a place called Charlevoix, Michigan, on the west coast up in the Upper Peninsula. And a good friend of mine, Kevin Frisch, who's the PR guy for uh, pretty much for all of golf in Michigan, 
uh, knew I was a Hickory guy and asked if I wanted to go up and play at Belvedere. And that's where the trip started. And I'm going to mention that to your listeners in case they get a chance to get up there. There's still time in the fall. The next couple months are really, really beautiful up there, obviously, with the changing colors and everything. Belvedere is a historic course. It was built and opened in 1927, um, and it ha- it's a private club, but it was completely restored to the original design a couple of years ago, and it's one of the great clubs in America. The history at Belvedere is off the chart. I mean, literally off the charts. Uh, the people who have played there, I'm just going to read this list, which I really, when I, when I saw it, when I was trying to decide whether I would go and play, um, it kind of blew my mind. Uh, Bobby Jones, Walter Hagen, Sarazen, uh, that list goes on and on. Sneed, Tom Watson went there and it was his home course every summer growing up. So wow. you can imagine what that place is like. Fantastic, fantastic golf. And the membership is off the charts welcoming. That from the head pro, a guy named Marty Joy, his whole staff, and the membership, uh, it's open to guests. If you get in touch with Belvedere and you say, I want to come play the course, they welcome you, even though it's a private club. So that's my first recommendation. If you can get to Belvedere, do it. Uh, then uh, I met my wife, Ava, and two great friends of ours who live in Michigan, Bob and Vicki Paskey. They met me up in Traverse City. Uh, and in, no, I'm sorry, Mackinac City, which is just across the water from Mackinac Island. Um, are you, were you aware of Mackinac Island? Have you heard about Mackinac? I was not. No, not until I listened to the podcast. Yeah, Mackinac is, I'd been aware of it because there was a movie called Somewhere in Time. People who are older may remember it. Christopher Reeve was in it and Jane Seymour. And it was all about this place called the Grand Hotel on Mackinac Island. And so I knew about it for a long time, and we got a chance to stay at the Grand Hotel. You go to Mackinac City, you have to take a ferry over to Mackinac Island because there's no cars. So the first part of this is you get to Mackinac. It is a fantastic old-world environment. It's like you've literally stepped back in time. And then we went up to the Grand Hotel, which is, as the name implies, one of the great hotels in the world, not just America. Uh, it's you know, a century old. It's It's got all kinds of history involved. So we got to stay there, which was a treat. Uh, they have two nine-hole golf courses at Mackinac at the Grand Hotel. Together, they're called the Jewel. And the, the first nine is called the Grand, and that's right by the hotel. Uh, one of the things that, that we loved about it is when you get off the ferry, you notice two things, bicycles and horse-drawn carriages, which is the only way you can get around on the island. So you kind of have a feeling of what you're what you're in for. But the Grand is a great nine-hole course. It was done uh, by a guy named Jerry Matthews. It was built in 1987. Um, the course itself, that nine holes, dated back to 1901. 1901. Wow. They had a golf course there. Uh, but Jerry Matthews redid it in 1987, and it's a great, great golf course. It's incredibly landscaped, a lot of elevation change. Small, tough greens, so it's a challenge, but it's really fun for everybody to play. And from three or four holes, you get to see the hotel above you, and uh, the the views are just off the charts. You get to see the Straits of Mackinac, and beautiful experience. So then the other nine is called the Woods. That was built later by Jerry Matthews. We didn't get to play that one. That's kind of an inland course. But what we did get to do, based on the recommendations of some other Hickory friends of mine, was visit a place called Wawashkamo Golf Club. 
It's a half-hour horse-drawn carriage ride from the Grand Hotel to get to this golf course. And through the woods, and you're just – that experience alone is incredible. And then you get to Awashkama. And Awashkama, I I could talk about this for an hour, but I won't. Um, It was built in 1898 by a guy named Alec Smith. And if you're not familiar with the history of the Smith brothers who came from Scotland, Alec Smith designed this nine holes in 1898 and then went on to win the U.S. Open in 1906 and 1910. So this is a, this is a, a major figure in the history of golf. These nine holes are built on the site of one of the battles, the Battle of Mackinac Island, uh, that took place during the Battle of the War of 1812 between the British and the Americans. So the history of the club and the history of the War of 1812 are mixed throughout the course. Um, you start by the clubhouse up on the first tee. There's a cannon from the War of 1812. And then you tee off, and the course has been, and this is what I loved about it, remarkably unchanged. It has not been redone at all. So for those people who want that kind of experience, um, I have never played anything like it. I really have not. And obviously, I was out there with my hickories. My friend Bob that I played with had his modern club. But the greens are small. Uh, the bunkers are kind of weird. There's ridiculously unique holes. There's one hole. You would love this. It's called the circle ring. And it's a short par four. And it's got knee-high heather around the entire green, except for about a three-foot opening in the front of the green. Literally, knee-high wow. heather all the way around the green. So you have to hit a shot that comes pretty much straight down. But the whole course is has got that kind of feel. And the, the uh, general manager and head pro is a guy named Chuck Olson, and he and his wife take care of the club, and they preserve the history. They have a, a huge hickory tournament every year. And if you get up to Mackinac, you want to play the grand courses, but if you can get to Owashkamo, um it's literally an experience you'll never forget. It's unlike anything I've ever done. Wow. Oh, you would love it. And I'm telling you, if you're with, if you just go up there with friends and you just spend an afternoon, um, and again, they, Alex Smith did, did a really cool thing because it's only nine holes. He created different tee boxes on every hole. So when you play the first nine, you play from one set of tees. Then when you play the second nine, you play from a whole other set of tees that gives you different yardages and different angles into the green. So it's, wow. there's no part of it that is anything but really, really interesting. And then to finish up a great trip, um, we, my wife and Bob and Vicky and I got to go down to Forest Dunes, which is a couple hour drive. And I don't know if you're familiar with Forest Dunes and what they have up there, but it's one of the great, uh, about to be, if not already booming destinations in Michigan. It's in a out of the way place called Roscommon, Michigan. Uh, the original course was designed by Tom Weisskopf, and it's a beauty. We didn't get to play it, but we saw some of the holes. Everybody I talked to loved the golf course. But we did get to play a, a pretty revolutionary course, which Tom Doak designed called The Loop. Uh, and more people have probably heard about that than a place like, um, you know, Wawashkamo, I, I would assume, or even Belvedere. But The Loop is an 18-hole reversible golf course. So you play the first day, we played counterclockwise. The next morning, we went out and played clockwise. And so wow. you've got a chance to play into greens from completely different parts of the golf course on the same 18 holes. Um, and it's brilliant. I had no idea what to expect. I'd read a lot about it. 
I know a lot about Tom Doak. I knew this was an idea he'd wanted to do for a long time. Uh, and he pulled it off. It is one of the most enjoyable, challenging, fun golf experiences you can have. And for those of your listeners that love Scottish-style golf, Lynx golf, this is as much a Scottish-style course as you'll ever find in the middle of Michigan. It's got all fescue grass on the fairway, so the ball runs forever. Um, and the greens are a bent mix, but they feel like you're putting on kind of Scottish greens. Um, it's a it's a brilliant, brilliant work by Tom Doak. I can't recommend it highly enough. Great staff. And like I said, you've got a Weisskopf course, the loop, and I got a chance to hang for a while uh, with Keith Reb and Riley Johns, two architects who built Winter Park, the Winter Park nine-hole golf course, which has gotten a lot of praise from a lot of people and which I love. Uh, and they're building a 10-hole short course at Forest Tunes, which you would absolutely freak out, would you see? It's yeah. 10 par threes, 10 par threes, and their whole mission is to build a golf course, a par three golf course, that if you wanted to, you could play with a putter if you want. Wow. Interesting concept. <laughs> yeah. Well, the holes are 55 to 110 yards about. Um, but the facility is off the charts. The villas are great. They have a top tier restaurant in the lodge. Uh, there's, I think they have 12 rooms you can stay in at the actual clubhouse. It's Forest Dunes. It was, it was a great end to what was a really, really memorable trip to Michigan. So Mitch, for all of our listeners now that are dying to get more information and to <laughs> hear more about and read more about all of this, tell them how they can do it. Well, um, as you said, I think one great way is to go to golftripx.com. Um, and they can get, we have a lot of information about Michigan. We've all, everybody in the team has been there a number of times. So we've got a lot of information that people can find podcasts and blogs about where you can go and what you can do. I think that's a great place to go. Um, and, and I would say that's it. That's the place to start. Um, Kevin Frisch how can they PR. follow you on social media? <laughs> you can go to <laughs> KevinFrischPR.com, which is uh, <laughs> Kevin's the guy who is the man. He has a lot of information about that. There's great, great places. You can go to BoyneGolf.com. Um, obviously, each one of those places has their own websites, Forest Dunes, uh, Belvedere, and uh, Mackinac Island. You can get all the info on their website, too, so. I can't, uh, again, we're so lucky to have all the places that we have to play uh, in this country. And, and like I said, I hadn't been to Michigan to really play golf till last summer. And in the last two summers, um, I'm as big a fan of Michigan golf as you'll ever find. Let our listeners know as well, Mitch, how they can stay up to date with all the great things that you're doing and where you're going by following you on social media as well. Well, that's pretty simple. At Mitch Lawrence, L-A-U-R-A-N-C-E on Twitter and Instagram. And, uh, I'm pretty regular about putting up what we're doing. And, and I can't thank you enough for, for, you know, just having me on and, and letting me talk about these places that I love and the travel. And that's the thing about golf. It's the greatest game because we can do all of it. Well, Mitch, it's always so much fun having you as part of the show. I can't thank you enough for being generous with your time and coming back. I hope it won't be long before you do it again. Well, thanks, man. I love talking to you. You know that, Chris. Nah, I appreciate you, Mitch. Take care, my friend. All the best to you, Ava, and the rest of your family. Look forward to catching up soon. Thank you. You too, man. Bye.
That's a great Mitch Lawrence. At Mitch Lawrence, L-A-U-R-A-N-C-E is how he spells the last name, and it's fantastic. GolfTripX, the letter X.com, so GolfTripX.com. So many great podcasts, so many great courses that they talk about. I can't wait to get up to Sweden's Cove. I hope they do that trip again next year. I don't know if they will or not because there's so many other places I'm sure that he and Darren want to go and, and feature and have people come to. But um, uh, it looks fantastic online. I, I, you know, There's really no reason why I haven't gone up there to play. It's only a couple hours from here, so i got to make that happen. But uh, Mitch is fantastic, one of the great people you meet in this life. And uh, very fortunate to call him a friend, and I look forward to catching up with him again real soon. 